Hey everyone, and welcome to Gone But Not Forgotten. This is Audrey Cornell, and I wanted to let you all know that this is a bit of a leftover piece from the Q&A episode that we did that didn't make it into the final cut because the runtime would have been too long, but we still wanted to release it. So these are our top 10 most listened to artists of the past six months. And so we listed who the artists were and some of our favorite songs from them and just talked about music in general. Enjoy the episode. My 10th most played is Billie Eilish. What is my favorite Billie song? Oh, I, yeah, I think it's gonna be a bit boring, but it's gonna be happier than ever. Now that is a song. I love long songs as well, so it's like perfect. It really tells a story. Yeah. But her first album, I prefer more to her second one. Don't Smile at Me was her first one, right? Yes. I think that might be my favorite of hers. I have the vinyl. I think I, I have all three of her records, actually. I definitely had a phase, but I still listen to her sometimes. I'm not as much of a fan as I used to be. Have you seen the documentary? Yes, I loved it. The world's a little blurry. I love seeing her in that way. And oh, actually, <laughs> it made me really love Phineas. And in that documentary, he just did something for me. Yeah, Phineas is awesome. I think it's cool that they've been able to make the music together and they seem very comfortable with each other and I think that helps with the creative process 100% yeah perfect team yeah (laughs) have you listened to any of his music so bad I don't think I have (laughs) oh no (laughs) as long as you're still a fan I think that's important yeah I like him for who he is yeah my number 10 was kind of surprising because I guess he's one of those people I listen to just like I'll listen to all of his songs at once instead of putting them in playlists. Yeah. And it's Tyler Burkhart. He's like ambient music if, and just more like chill and nice. My favorite would be The Sun in Your Eyes. Is it because he's quite chill out? Do you feel like sometimes I feel like I just have them in the background? Yeah, I'll put it on while I'm working on like an article or researching or something. I don't get too distracted by like the lyrics or anything. That's a good song though as well, if you can have it on playing in the background. Yeah, I feel bad because I don't, <laughs> I wouldn't, I don't know if I would say I'm like a fan per se, yeah. but I don't know, maybe I am <laughs> after all. What's your number nine? This is probably the most not surprising. I just wasn't like expecting to see her there, but she's had a very good year this year. So it's Charlie XCX. Before Crash came out, so that was her most recent album. I wasn't really like a fan. You just listen to the ones on the radio. But oh my god, Crash is such a good album. Oh god, what's my favorite Charlie song? And oh, it's from Crash. I was like thinking, oh my god, I can't remember which one it was. It's called Lightning. Heartbreak already hit me once. They say that it won't happen twice. You struck me down like very good i love charlie as well for who she is but she's not the biggest stan how do you 
go from just being a fan to being a stan? I think it's like keeping up with album releases, actually like following them on socials. Because now that I'm thinking about it, I don't follow her on anything. <laughs> Sorry, Charlie. Sorry, Charlie. My number nine, okay, is the Black Keys. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Nice. And I think they only made it on there because I listened to three of their songs, like, repeatedly. So I wouldn't say I'm a fan, but I just like those songs. So it's more just a casual listening thing again. Yeah. I think it is a little weird how many people I have on here. Like, I wouldn't really say I'm a fan. Like, that feels bad. My ninth, it's Beyonce, classic. Nice. I'm thinking, can I pick a favorite Beyonce song? That's very difficult. My favorite off her new album is Alien Superstar. It would be great to see Beyonce live. I feel like she put on a show. She's played the Super Bowl a lot. I don't watch the Super Bowl. I watch the clips of them singing. Did it in J-Lo, but yeah, no, not. Yeah. No way. She definitely knows how to do a performance. Do you like A Destiny's Child? Oh, yeah. Love the songs and stuff. Like Survivor. Best song ever. And the one they did for Charlie's Angels. I watched that movie, but I don't remember anything about it. It's one of my like favorite movies ever. Oh, nice. I would not have expected that, honestly. <laughs> they're just so... They're just badass women. And they're just yeah. so fit. And they're beating up men. And it's just... Oh, my God. It's amazing. My number eight is Victoria Bigelow, who's another one that I will say I am actually a fan of hers, but I do just listen to her music like in the background or when I'm feeling a bit emo. Best time Um, to listen to music though, isn't it? Yeah, very true. And she just released today. She has a new album coming out soon. I'm excited. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if I can pick a favorite because like all of her songs in their own way. So I think that's why she got on my list because I just listened to all her songs like over and over again. Nice. <laughs> Who's your next one? This is the first of three men showing. So it's Wallows. Ah, yeah. And one that we, we have obviously way more in common, but I, that when we found out that we both listened to Wallows, that was a moment. Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. you guys missed out on that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I just, yeah, I love Wallows. I love Dylan Minette. I've not seen him in the screen film yet. You must. Um, <laughs> but I will. Okay. Let me before the year ends, because I've got to do like my like 2022 films ranked and stuff. But Blonde Dylan Minette, I need to watch it. But yeah, I love him as a singer. I also sat through all of 13 Reasons Why. Oh, God. That show was so... You're brave. I can't believe I did it. That's how down bad I am. That's like me with Austin Butler in The Carrie Diary. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) I just started the second season yesterday. And it's so bad. But it's like kind of fun. How many seasons are there? There's only two because it got cancelled because like the ratings were terrible. You man. Is he like a main character in it? Yeah, thankfully. No. Nice. Yeah. 
Also, Anna Sophia Robb is the main character, and I like her. She's Carrie. Yeah, yeah. I was. This is complete tangent, but I was looking at the city today. So oh, I was thinking of you because it was Carrie, and I was like, "Hey, Audrey watches the Carrie show." <laughs> I'm glad I've left my mark on in that way. I love that you watch it for often. The things we do for these men. Oh my god! I know, right? It's embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! I'm seeing Wallows in January. It'll be the first time seeing them. Maybe I'll make a sign like I watched all of the yeah. <laughs> You should notice me. My concert days of waiting in line at really early and trying to get in the sun are over. I'm like an old woman now. There's like a balcony, so I think I'm gonna try and go up there. So you're not in the pit. No one's pushing you about. You're just you're like completely looking over them, and it's just perfect. It's a really good view. So I think that's what I'm gonna cool. try and do. Okay. So even though I am a Dylan Minnette stan. I wouldn't be upset if like, I was just listening to the music. I'm just so over being in mosh pits and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been in one. I've been on like the edge. And it's horrible. Then it's oh, not even really about enjoying the concert. You're just fighting for your life. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Although I don't know what the demographic will be like at Wallows. Yeah. I don't know. I think it is a lot of younger women and girls. I feel like maybe there's not a lot of mosh pits. <laughs> Probably not. My favorite Wallow song is actually one of yeah. my most played songs of all time, and it's 1980s horror film. Two. She was only 17. Oh, why are girls in songs always 17? Okay, yeah. off topic, but what's your favorite 80s horror film? Oh, such a good question. I haven't seen Nightmare on Elm Street or like the main yeah. ones. Mm-hmm. Oh, I guess I'll go for The Shining. According to Letterboxd, I've only seen 17 horror films from the 80s. I like The Hitcher. I don't know if that counts as horror. And The Lost Boys. Uh, I don't know if that's really horror either, but I I've love not that probably movie. watched The Lost Boys. Is it oh. It's campy, honestly. Because it's Joel Schumacher. It's the best. I love it. And it's very gay. So, you know, oh I think God. you'd like it. No, yeah. I'm on it already. My number seven is Paramore. <gasps> yes. <laughs> Another one we have in common. I listen to them all the time. I honestly thought they would be higher. I like pretty much all their songs, but my favorites are probably one of those crazy girls. <gasps> ignorance or misguided ghosts i cannot believe you picked one of those crazy girls i love that do you have a favorite album it's either brand new eyes or after laughter what about Uh, you brand new eyes for sure every single song what got you into paramore i've been into them for at least five or six years it was from twilight because (gasps) they're on the soundtrack of the first one (laughs) yes and my mom would play it all the time in the car like when I was growing up and decode is also one of my favorites 
And I think that was a launching pad, but I can't remember when I became a fan, like I knew who they were. Wow, thank God for the Twilight soundtrack. (laughs) Yes, oh my God, I love that soundtrack so much. Say what you will about the movies, but the soundtrack is for all of them, it's amazing. I personally also love the movies. Oh my God, I love them too. (laughs) Yes, perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a favorite member? It's probably Haley Williams. I don't mean to be basic, but... But yeah, I like the three members that they have at the moment. They're like the only like punk rock band I would say I like. I still don't really know why because I've tried listening to like all those other ones that are like adjacent to them. But maybe it's because it's a female singer and I love her voice. And I think the songwriting is very clever too and I like how their albums have a theme and they do callbacks to like other songs and stuff like that what you said about yeah I think being a female-led band as well definitely yeah it it appeals to us more I feel like yeah it's nice to see that like representation in that sort of music and I love Haley's different hair styles and colors do you you have a favorite ah that's tough her super blonde hair that she had with like After Laughter and her solo album. Oh, did you like her solo album? Yeah, she had two actually. And I listened to them both so much that I got tired of them, but I did really love them at one point. Yeah. No, that's fair. That's fair. I get that. I overdo yeah. it as well. Maybe if I listened to them like a year from now, I'd be like, oh yeah, yeah, get back into it. <laughs> what about you? It's more special because this is obviously when, when I got into them, it was this hair, but it was a half pink, half orange ah yeah who pulls that off she is the only one who can do that yeah she Um, can pull off any color I think and cut she's brilliant she had Um, 14 year old me in the chokehold (laughs) (laughs) she still has me in one (laughs) love Paramore love them I need to listen to them more now yeah you must they have a new album coming up soon I'm excited my number Six is Lady Gaga. Nice. Classic. I was really diehard into Lady Gaga when I was like <laughs> 10 and 12. Same. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> also, I, I want to brag. But I saw her live before she went famous. It must have been like 2009. She was a support act for Take That. They are a British group of men, a boy band. They started in the 90s. And now they're like old guys, but like, I've seen them the most times as well, which is so embarrassing. But like, my mom loves them. I love them. It's just fun music. Yeah. She was supporting them. And this yeah. is at Wembley as well. So that's like a big deal. She only had her first album out. That's insane to see where she is now. She's probably one of the biggest stars on the planet, I feel like. Now I'm going to have to do the impossible task of thinking of a favorite song. I think it might be you and I. I don't know if I'm familiar with that one. No, I take it back. Sorry, you and I. <laughs> Telephone. Telephone. Beyonce, can't go wrong. We, we talked about this in the other recording. Mentioned maybe her acting career. I think she's good in all her films. But the issue is, I don't like those films. Yeah. She's like the best part, like shallow. Um, I did that again. I did that last time. <laughs> it means Star nothing to you. 
that's yeah that's how I feel about it yeah <laughs> uh, can't believe it. Okay, it just comes out of my mouth but no that film I don't care about it House of Gucci was so bad <laughs> how was oh, her God. accent it was awful wow. like I just don't understand <laughs> why they were doing Italian accent but then they were speaking English like yeah you know, I well just spoken Italian I'm so mad about that film hate it I literally cannot stress how good she is as an actress and the second joker film oh my oh, god no. that's gonna be unbearable <laughs> so, do you think joaquin's gonna sing i really hope so oh my Me god too. he's got to right yeah <laughs> the premise sounds very interesting <laughs> why is it a musical i haven't seen any of her movies because they don't sound very interesting to me. You're not missing anything. My number six is The Regret. The lead singer is dating Dylan Minnette. My favorite songs of theirs are Monday. Dress Up and Seashore. Upbeat, just fun, kind of angsty. I wasn't a huge fan of their latest album the reason why i don't know the songs just didn't really speak to me as much it was like a little more pop than rock pop is hit or miss for me do you have a certain sound you like you want to listen to when you listen to the rock band yeah i guess i want it all just to be not necessarily like angry but just more something i can dance to and I think a lot of their songs on that album were love songs, too, which we're not a fan of those no. as much. I'll just say, yeah, opinions about love songs. They just seem a bit sappy to me. I do like the ones that are more creative, I think. But I don't, yeah, I don't know why love songs and like romance movies and stuff just go. They don't work for me as much. I'm exactly the same. Thing that. Obviously, she's not who she's with. But does Lydia write her own songs? I think so. Because, oh my God, yeah. she's writing about Dylan. I'm going to give it a listen, actually. Yeah. <laughs> that's always weird to think about that. I always think Yellow by Coldplay. That's about Gwyneth Paltrow. That's so <laughs> bizarre to me. It is. Yeah, I don't really like to think about that because I don't like Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> but I like Coldplay. See, I think I might be the opposite. Oh. I don't really like Coldplay. I grew up listening to Coldplay. Like, my dad would play it a lot. So it just rubbed off on me. My dad's favorite song is Viva La Vida by Coldplay. No way. My dad so loves well. Coldplay. We do have the same dad. <laughs> <laughs> we are the same person. We are. We basically <laughs> <crazy>. are. <laughs> Who's your next one? We're going in top five. Very exciting. My number five are the Beach Boys. I feel like you've got to have that singer or band where it's like you do not look like you look. You do not look like you listen to them, and that's me with yeah. the Beach Boys. As if they ever thought they'd have a twenty-three-year-old girl in Bristol listening to them. Like no, twenty twenty-two. Like it's, it's obviously bad when you say it like this, but I so I really like the sixties as a time. But like the late 60s and obviously I understand that there's a lot going on that's wrong in that time period as well but I just love late 60s I love flower power I love hippie children obviously Sharon Tate's my favorite person ever that's like her era and I feel yeah. like they 
really encapsulated it as well like the summer of 69 like which I know is not even that good but it's just I just love their sound it like transports me to like the beaches it's just it's brilliant I love them I think my favorite Beach Boys is Kokomo I love Brian Wilson. I think he is a musical genius. Uh, how he made those songs, God only knows. It's such a romantic song. Louise likes a romantic song. You know? <laughs> <laughs> only if it's written by God, Brian Wilson. Because <laughs> I, I do prefer their beach sounds more to their older stuff. I'm not the biggest pet sounds fan, like as an album. Oh. I also recommend Love and Murphy. Love Paul Dano and I love Jonathan Cusack. So yeah, I really recommend that one. There's also another movie I thought of before we started recording. I wouldn't really recommend it, but it's okay. called, oh my God, I forgot what it was called. Sorry, let me look it up. <laughs> Is it about but, the Beach Boys? Yeah, it's, it's actually like a bio. It's not really a biopic. It's like loosely based off of a famous singer and she dated... Brian Wilson, I think, oh. and Matt Dillon plays the, oh the Brian Wilson-inspired character. Oh. oh, here it is. It's called Grace of My Heart. It's loosely based on the story of Carol King. Okay. Oh, so. Matt Dillon's very cute in the poster. Yeah, he wears this terrible wig, though. I'm so ready. And oh, he's... it's written and directed by a woman. Any Matt Dillon film, bring it on. We love him. Friend of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who stretched the surface of your top five? My number five is Kid Bloom. Have you heard of him? I have not, no. <laughs> you were going to say Kid Rock. Oh, no. <laughs> His sound is like 80s and 90s inspired. And my favorites are Cowboy Circles. I'm having, having trouble. and i kissed a girl and she kissed me and it just always makes me feel good it's just nice who's your number four oh number four this guy (laughs) this guy's in hot water at the moment because of his acting (laughs) oh (laughs) you know it you know it it's our boy harry styles (laughs) so i saw him live this year in june and I think that's why he's so high up is because I did listen to him a lot for the, for the concert. I really like him. I was like a fan of One Direction when you were on X Factor. I was never a Harry fan. And then his solo stuff came out. I love his music. <laughs> What's my favourite Harry song? Oh my gosh. It's so weird because I don't know if I have a favourite. Like, I guess it's probably Kiwi. On his first okay. album. That's a really good one. She walked away through a cheap pack of cigarettes. Hard liquor mixed with a bit of intellect. And all the boys they were saying they were into it. And I will be seated, but don't worry, darling. I cannot wait. <laughs> yeah, oh my god, you have to tell me what it's like. I'm curious, but not curious enough to pay money to go see it. No, I get that. I yeah. totally get that. I hope you like it though. I hope it's good. Or at least like kind of fun. 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Apparently yeah. Florence Pugh's really good in it. I'll do that for her. Oh, I was going to ask you, who was your favorite One Direction <laughs> member? I was obsessed with Louis. Oh my god, it was bad. Also, it's so funny because there's only one letter difference between mine and his name. <laughs> when they were on X Factor, they would literally cheer every time we'd be on screen. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> but, but then, yeah, then, but then when One Direction was like at the peak, that was when I was going into my emo phase, so I stopped listening to them. And then when Zayn left, I got back in. And then it was Liam, who was my favourite, and then Harry. No. Did you listen to One Direction? No. no. <laughs> Definitely <Straight> not. <laughs> I did have a friend who used to like them, so I would listen to them, but not by choice. So. Yeah, against your will. Yeah. I think Harry was her favourite. My number four is boyish, very angsty. It's like songs about women and like hating men or like hating growing up and stuff like that. I've been stalking all your playlists. I love them. I put a lot of work into them. I do wish you could see who follows them. Like it just says how many, but they don't say who. It's very annoying. Yeah. Because I want to know who's enjoying my playlists. I will say (laughs) I have a story, I guess. So I make playlists about famous people. And so I made one about Jacob Bertrand, who is in Cobra Kai. And he okay. has a podcast. They found the playlist and they mentioned it on their podcast. And I was having like what? a breakdown. <laughs> oh my God, Audrey, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's like my brush with fame. Incredible! So happy for you. It was back when, like, you know, I used to have a big crush on him, and so that was just—I don't know—it was so amazing oh and God. so embarrassing at the same time. Did you know, or were you like listening to it, and then all of a sudden you mentioned it? And you're like, oh my god! Yeah, it was like my stomach just dropped. It was crazy, but yeah. So I think some people follow that one because they like mentioned it I felt bad I didn't mean for it to be like a weird thing like it wasn't creepy or whatever hopefully you didn't see it that way so are we at number three yeah for this sad girl vibe it's Mitski she's so great oh my god man like 18 year old (laughs) Louise was going through it I think happy is one of my favorites But then I like Wife, which is a really depressing song. It's about how she cannot bear a son. It pulls my eyes out every time I hear it. But also how she sings it. It's so pained. It's really full of emotion. She's just great. And I love her. My number three is Dr. Dog. Very 70s inspired. It's another artist that I guess I just listen to the same few songs over and over again because I'm not super familiar with a lot of their work, but I really like Where'd All the Time Go and Jackie Wants a Black Eye. Would you say they're like one of your favorite songs? I think at one point they were. I'm a little tired of them now. And maybe I need to listen to some of the other songs from their albums. What's your number two? 
Number two, here we go. So yeah, my number one and my number two are my joint favorite artists. Okay. But yes, number two is Love of My Life, Rina Sawayama. Uh -huh. This time next week, I would have seen her and talked to her in person. Oh my God. <laughs> that would be so awesome. And I have no idea what I'm going to say to her yet. Very excited. I would pick a favorite song, but I would say that every song of her debut album, Sawayama, was in my Spotify rap of 2020. So I just love that album. <laughs> Dynasty is a really good song. It's so difficult to pick a favorite. <laughs> so your number two is a band. Oh, it might be a band that I really like. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> no, it's Nirvana, my number two, because I listen to them constantly and I love basically all their songs. But my favorites, if I had to pick, Three, at least at the time of me writing this down, they're dumb. Where did you sleep last night? And Frances Farmer will have her revenge on Seattle. But I'm basically obsessed with their MTV Unplugged performance. Like I just listen to that religiously pretty much. I just really like the stripped down versions of their songs I love the original still but there's just something about like it's live they make mistakes like there's wrong notes sometimes Kurt gets lyrics wrong or something like that and I just think having it be so raw and real is like just a side you don't really get from a lot of music and I think it's cool that was a thing that they did, like MTV. I don't think they do that anymore. If I had to pick a favorite album, it would probably be that one, but like a studio album. I don't want to be basic, but it, it might be Nevermind. No, that's not basic <laughs> at all. No, don't worry about that. It's a okay. brilliant album. What's yeah. your favorite song off Nevermind? I really like Something in the Way. I'm still a little mad they put it in the Batman soundtrack because like then all the film bros were like yep. obsessing over it. And I was like, stay away. Well, it's super depressing, but I like Polly. Oh, Polly's one of my favorites. I'm trying to think of a non-depressing one. <laughs> I don't know, but I think I like pretty much all their songs. Maybe there's five that I just don't listen to. Two I can think of right now are uh, Hairspray Queen and Beans. I'm just like, Kurt, what were you thinking? What is this? And Nirvana, all three of them are like my comfort humans. And I like what they stood for, especially like in the era that they were famous and in comparison to like some of the other bands at the time. Is there a like Nirvana related media that you like? I definitely recommend the Unplugged. Yes. <laughs> and then this is an unpopular opinion, but there's this documentary called Soaked in Bleach that's about Kurt's death. And I think it's good. And I don't really like, oh, the there was was it montage of heck. Montage of heck. Yeah. I don't yeah, like I that like, one. Yeah. And I wrote a whole post about <laughs> why I don't like it. But I just don't think that's a good representation of Kurt. It's very skewed vision of him. I was just thinking of when you're talking about the Harry Styles tickets and so Nirvana, their tickets were like five bucks or something. And yeah. there's this interview where someone was telling Kurt that Madonna was selling tickets for like $50 and he thought that was insane. Oh my <laughs> God. Like, what is he saw nowadays where it's like thousands of dollars? 
but yeah so I think it's nice that they also were wanted to be accessible to everybody yeah when they were touring they, they performed in Bristol once which is incredible oh. in the 90s at the beer keller which is if I could go back in time it would be to see that would you visit like places that are important in Nirvana yeah I think so I think it's still there at least the one that I grew up in I think his last house is still there but they tore down the, the green room where he was found like his body was found um, I definitely want to go to Aberdeen which is where he grew up and your number one I think I might know who it is my number one Taylor Swift of course I look up to her as a woman I think she's incredible and also to see her grow as a woman as well to see her blossom into this amazing person that she is now really idolize her my favorite Taylor Swift song is Cardigan I was your favorite a friend to all is a friend to none chase two girls lose the one when you are young they assume you know nothing just because that whole folklore era is just incredible like to create those sort of albums after doing what she's done she was underestimated by everyone like they all just wrote her off as like pop and stuff but yeah cardigan is so good and the bridge it just is her as an artist culminating to that one song i feel everything she's done has just been leading up to cardigan if she does tour i've never seen a live if she does tour i've actually gone on record and said i would fork out for meet and greet and front row seats like I would do it wow all my money gone I wonder what Kurt Cobain would have thought of Taylor Swift that's a good question I honestly don't know because I do know like he hated like white rappers so he probably wouldn't have liked Eminem (laughs) he's very vocal yes yeah about his opinion I used to be obsessed with Taylor Swift when she was like in her country era but yeah phased out after 1989 my number one, this is very unexpected. If like I told me this like three months ago or something, I would not have believed me. <laughs> really been climbing up my charts, but it's Elvis Presley. After I watched the biopic, I was like, I'm in. So I've just been listening to all his songs. Beach Boy Blues, they remind me too much of you. Close my ears to tender love songs. They remind me too much of you. I've only seen eight of his movies so far, but it might be my favorite scene from any of his movies. It happened at the World's Fair. It's just so cute and it's just modern. The circumstances are a little weird, but he took this little girl to the fair and they're like coming home on the monorail and she's like asleep on his shoulder and he's singing the song but it's in his head and you're just watching him looking around and I don't know it's just like really nice and I really liked it I also like summer kisses winter tears and baby let's play house are there any proper mainstream ones you like a lot of times I don't like artists like most popular songs just because yeah. I they overplayed I can't think of any off the top of my head no I love that because I think yeah. that shows your dedication you're yeah. in like. <laughs> did I you am. know so a lot of them were from his films did you know yeah. the songs before you watched the films it was after I watched the films I think can't help falling in love is the only one that I knew before okay. or maybe like jailhouse rock we'll obviously go way into this more detail but before you watched the Baz Luhrmann film then did you have an opinion of Elvis? I think he was like one of those people that everyone knows who he is 
yeah like Marilyn Monroe or James Dean or something like they're just so enmeshed in popular culture but I only knew him when he was like in the Vegas era when he was wearing his jumpsuits and he was like a joke so I didn't really have a very good opinion about him beforehand but I don't want to say it's like my fault because just how the media has portrayed him but yeah I think the movie definitely helped me realize that he was like a real person and he was just put in like very strange circumstances I can't wait to pick your brain about the film (laughs) overall what's your top 10 pretty representative of like your music tastes in general are those like the artists you listen to a lot in any way I have a rotation of like my top fives. There's always Taylor Swift. Rena's always there. Billy's always there. Gaga's always there. Normally, like I listen to Ariana as well, but she hasn't released anything in a while. But yeah, yeah. no, that's very representative of me. <laughs> yeah. I have the music taste of a white gay man. Like <laughs> I've only just lent into the pop from lockdown. I've gone into pop. But yeah, no, that's me. That's me to a T. That's cool. What about you? Do you think that's representative of you? Not really. I'd say Paramore, Nirvana, and Elvis. Yeah, those are representative of me now. But I think all the other ones were kind of stuff I listened to a lot earlier on in the year, but I'm not really like a fan of now. I was surprised by a lot of those. Do you know Lucy Dacus? I do. This is funny because I hate Marlon Brando, but I really like her song, Brando. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Great so, song. Um, yeah that's kind of the only one I listened to and then she also was in the band with Phoebe Bridgers and another person I but I can't it. remember the name of the band no. but I like I their really, songs I did not know that oh, oh. God, I've listened to that yeah I'd recommend but yeah I think my music taste changes a lot over time I don't really like to stay the same I think that's a good thing your tastes evolve and you're welcoming it Thank you all so much for listening. We had a really fun time recording the Q&A and music episodes, and we definitely want to do more of these in the future. We hope you learned a little bit about us and maybe share some similar music taste. We'll see you next week. This episode was co-hosted and edited by me, Audrey Cornell, and co-hosted by Louise Coleman. The music was written by Nia D'Amelio, Gone But Not Forgotten is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com.